the best rugby insight and analysis. OTB Sports Rugby. How, how would you argue if Johnny Sexton was to go and win a World Cup with Ireland and lead them to it that he wouldn't be the greatest? Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. The best rugby insight and analysis. OTB Sports Rugby. How, how would you argue if Johnny Sexton was to go and win a World Cup with Ireland and lead them to it that he wouldn't be the greatest? Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. We have started a conversation, I think, this morning about your favourite assists. You, you think the assist is better than the goal last night? Chair, I was, I was open-mouthed for a while after that goal went in and simply because of Joao Cancelo's assist. It was uh, like Colin, our producer, was making the point outside that he didn't have to cross it with the outside of his right foot, but that's his preferred motion. Could have crossed it in with his left. Um, ah, he's a right footer though. Yeah, he, yeah, fair enough. But I mean, the the skill level required to get it on a on a sixpence from that distance with the outside of a foot. Um, yeah, it, it kind of got me thinking about the best ever assists and where it ranks. There's probably no point in trying to rank it. Uh, like Phil Egan talking outside in the office was asking like some assists for big goals don't get credit because they don't need credit. Like Hector Enrique is a name that. Uh, None of us know, and uh, I just was quickly Googling Hector Enrique this morning, who uh, passed the ball a couple of yards to Diego Maradona in, in 86 before he went that mazy run. It all counts. He actually, he didn't do much else in his career apart from that little pass. Hey, look, you know. Like, he won it where a couple of Argentina. If he'd just fair. been smart enough to ask Maradona for his jersey, he'd be quids in now. He was on, he was on MasterChef Argentina a few years ago, and his bio literally mostly talked about the fact that he passed the ball to Oh right, so Maradona. he's dying out on a fair play. Like he's literally... He, he should, he definitely should be dying out on that. Uh, is this not just your Eric Cantona fetish coming to the fore? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I hope not. But like... You know, in the movie, Cantona's asked about what his favourite moment in all of his yeah. life was. What's, I'm Eric. What's, what's your favourite goal? It was an assist. It was a pass. It was a pass. Yeah, uh, like... And Cantona had so many of them. I, like I even Goodness remember. Assist. Come on, come on! You, you lost your character course, there for a second. Sorry, um, Berbatov had a great one on the. I can't remember who it was against for United, but it was on the the sideline where he crossed it in for Ronaldo. But he literally West Ham column saying, "Is it similar outside of the boot?" It, no, it was. It was literally like a. It was a quick turn, two two move turn, where he put the West Ham defender on his arse and uh, just had to pass it into the box. You have to see that one. That that one was was epic. The the Niall Quinn header. For Robbie Keane, I mean, look, Germany. <laughs> we're a bit biased, but yeah, that was slightly good. biased. It was, it was amazing. Like it was yeah. kind of like he was, you know, it was like a basketballer. <laughs> it was perfect. It, the long ball from Gary Breen needs a bit of credit as well because uh, go long at that moment in time against uh, against Germany in the last minute when you when you need a goal like the the Beckham. It wasn't even Beckham. The Sheringham header from the I know there's a theme here. They're all Man United or Ireland. <laughs> there you go. But the, the things that stick in my head is, uh, from my childhood. But um, like, I don't think Teddy Sheringham gets the credit that he deserves for that little flick on. It's obviously Anne Solskjaer has won it, but it's just a flick on. It's just a flick on. But I mean, he had scored the equaliser moments before without Teddy Sheringham, a goal and an assist in injury time. Uh, Sorry, the Berbatov one. I think everybody will as soon as as soon as you see it, you'll realize it. It's a tapping goal for Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. but uh, he does the pirouette on the ball. Yeah, and somehow keeps it in play. Yeah. 
Like the ball should have gone out of play for that one. But yeah, Berbatov not win league. Why do people think it was a failure? Why do people generally assume that Berbatov didn't work out at Man United? But it kind of it seems to it seems to have done, does it? I I think he's if you want. Cult hero might be a Colm's like uh, wants to fight us here. <laughs> he was one of he actually was one of my, fa- my, my myself and my best friend who's also a United fan had uh, arguments galore over this when he was at United. I was a massive Berbatov fan to the point where when he signed, I stayed up all night to watch that final deadline day for Berbatov and I think Rubinho signed for City on the same night. All right, and Berbatov was of course lying in the back of the on the floor of the seat with Alex Ferguson in the car from Manchester Airport. Um, and I, I heard then that he was living in the Lowry Hotel in Manchester for oh. his first few weeks. Everybody who lived in the Lowry, it's always been. Failure. Of course, but uh, but I bought a magazine and posted it to Dimitar Berbatov, care of the Lowry Hotel. Never heard back, but I mean, <laughs> trying to get his autograph. Oh, it's a magazine. It was. I think it, he was on the front of maybe oh, okay. four four two magazine. I just wondering, like, well, what, what were you sending? Like, <laughs> cooking magazine, yeah, wildlife yeah, magazine. Yeah. Who knows? Something you know? relevant. But whatever, whatever they sell him on. Him. <laughs> but he was one of those guys. Who, like, obviously, his touch was was immaculate. But that assist. Um, it came into my head when I was watching Cancelo last night not because it was in any way similar to Cancelo's outside of the boot uh, assist last night but uh, the assist I sometimes think we're, I think we're like burying the lead <laughs> sorry Haaland's goal was obviously class the assist is, is good but it's just an outside of the like it's, it's good it's in, the, it's in that corridor good. of uncertainty I think it needs to be a level up from Goodger possibly well it looks great right but it's, it's where you would expect the ball to go it's to the far post <laughs> and it's swinging away from the goalkeeper it's like what you should do in that scenario and especially when he's not being closed down right yeah but it's not a simple skill I'm not saying it's simple but it is like it's a, it's here, right? So let's say your let's say your corner kick is here, the assist is here, but the goal is up here. Really, right? The goal is like the goal, you're never going to see these goals. They're, like you don't see these goals. But the goal, I would, the goal I would argue that that's one of the greatest goals I've ever seen. Like yeah. it's that good because the assist was so immaculate as well. Well, it, the assist looks good, but like it's just an outswinger away from the goalkeeper <laughs> along the six yard box. It's it's where so. I was never coached properly in football, but where, what position did you play? I was a, stri- a striker. Still am a striker from Monantown FC, Ger. Okay. Don't take it away from me. Okay. So so I can appreciate Haaland. Even, like, so, but the, like, what, what are your left back and your left wing back and your right back and your right wing back and your right winger? What are they, where are they told to cross the ball? Hit the near post, hit the y- far post. Yeah, but the outside of the boot and it literally had to float over the head of the Dortmund defender. It looks perfectly good. weighted. It's not, I mean, it's just, a, it's just, there's a million of those and sometimes the run is good, sometimes the run is bad <clears throat> and sometimes he jumps to head it and it looks okay. But he was taking a risk because if he had done that with the outside of the boot and the first Dortmund defender clears with the header, you're thinking, ah, wasted. Why, why did he do that with the outside of the boot? Well, but he uh, took the risk and it I, I, I trust, uh, Cancelo to do whatever he wants the, he's a very 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 good footballer yeah and he and likes that outside of the boot yeah. but, but the finish was also pretty like I don't know how someone's legs can possibly go that high I think the finish is outrageous yeah. I think the finish is like um, who was talking about he must do yoga I think Alan because in order to stretch your legs that distance you'd have to be fairly flexible I was actually thinking the one thing that's going to stop Haaland having a 10 year career at Man City is that he's going to become a movie star where that like Hollywood are going to come and look at this guy and go okay we're signing you up for like a 15 movie Marvel uh, series kung fu crossover <laughs> like that's what's going to stop Erling Haaland because he's just going to get bored yeah. killing everybody week in week out yeah uh, 
I was of the opinion that Haaland isn't a. Before he signed, I was like, it doesn't guarantee City winning the Champions League. I'm now fully on board that absolutely City are going to win the Champions League. I, so I, I don't think it guarantees. Funny enough, I think the performance last night from Dortmund is a really good um, template for better teams. Dortmund is still a very good team, yeah. but they've been shorn of a lot of their best players, like including that guy. That's, and um, so if, you're, if you are Real Madrid or if you are any of those other teams who have enough about them yeah you can actually look at that and go well because they were said they were very frustrated yeah and like the, the the funny thing for me was that Dortmund had lost now you, you can t- say what you like about league form heading into games like that but City, uh, Dortmund had lost 3-0 I think to Leipzig in the Bundesliga the, last weekend so it's funny and and the, the quotes as well and I think quotes in advance of a game are actually funnier to read after the fact because um, one of the Dortmund defenders Schlotterbeck <laughs> he was speaking before the game and he was asked about the time where he stopped Haaland from scoring when Freiburg beat Dortmund 2-1 in the Bundesliga in last year uh, when Haaland was obviously still at Dortmund um, but he said in that game I realised how good I can be I know how to stop Erling Haaland we have to stop them as a whole Erling is the least of our problems and then Schlotterbach comes on five minutes later Haaland scores the goal last night so it's, yeah, it's uh, just a tempting fate a little bit but it did take an absolute worldie from him uh, yeah, you know, a kung fu kick away from the goal uh, right, Colin is here. Is he, is he allowed to talk? Are you allowed to talk? Are you I'm allowed to talk. No, I'm just enjoying uh, the chat. Great show this morning, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. Uh, good you, solid, you did put it together. A good solid Dennis Irwin, no, no, 7 out of 10. Um, I just saw exercise by Dimitar Berbatov. Uh, he was a success. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. He won a league, didn't he? He won a league, 2011, and he was top scorer. So he signed in 2008. They won the league 2009. Won the league 2011. And he was top scorer that year. And he was left out of the Champions League final squad against Barcelona at Wembley. And Michael Owen was put as the sub yeah, striker was, on the bench. That was a shocking mistake. Why was that? Ferguson said his, was book, quite good his, that his two regrets at United were Berbatov being left out of the squad that year and I think Park being Park left out. being left out in 2008. Yeah. yeah. Which is both, yeah, both fair points, squad. Yeah. So he, he bottled it is what you're saying. The two Man United fans are saying that Ferguson bottled it by his own admission. No. Uh, what, sorry, why did he put Michael Owen in the team? Because uh, Michael Owen that year was quite good, I think. Was that the, was, it was quite good for uh, was he? a couple of years. So the Man City goal was September 2009. Grand, as opposed to quite good. No, but he was, a bit, he was a kind of danger sub at the time. Well, I remember but it was a big omission uh, not having Berbatov in the 18. was yeah, insane. Yeah. Like, right, whatever about why the starting Why was Berbatov on the team? He wasn't he, playing that much I think he time. said in his book he's talked stylistically that he fancied yeah. Owen against the Barcelona defenders more than Berbatov. He started Javier Hernandez up front in that final. In, in That's right, it was Rooney and, uh, and, uh, Rooney and Chicharito. Chicharito. Yeah. And uh, that year, Berbatov it, scored 20 goals in the Premier League, which mm. was top scorer, so it was a really low-scoring individual year. Yeah. Um, so, was that the year it's 2-0? Is that the, penalty, the, the Messi header? That was the... No, that was 2009. This was uh, 3-1. Pedro scored first for Barcelona. Yeah. Then Rooney equalised, yeah, which was one all, which was uh, against run of play, and then Messi scored the under the body in Van der Sar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was there another goal? Pedro Messi and David Villa. Villa's, I don't remember Villa's goal. But it wasn't yeah, close. One. No. Oh, it was the exact same as 2009. It, it was... Two goal margins. It was one all at half-time, and you were thinking at half-time this could go either way, maybe, but Barca were on top for sure, right. from, from my yeah, recollection. Yeah, yeah. So, But is, is there not a bit of ambivalence from a lot of Manchester United fans about the Berbatov era that actually he didn't... I don't know, it would be... Uh, no, it, it, like, I think he was uh, signed as uh, oh, another Eric Cantona, which is kind of a lazy enough comparison because mm. languid forward, but they were very different characters. Um, but I think Berbatov is a victim of United's unbelievable success at that time. Yeah. I think if Berbatov was signing on either side of that era, but like, well, master was signing. Because he didn't do anything wrong. Berbatov did nothing wrong. He just probably didn't fit into the all-action front three of 
Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo yeah. and Cole. He was just different. The five goals against Blackburn still stand out for me. There was one outside of the pass, outside of the foot pass, where he passed it to Nani, I think. Oh. He was involved in the end of the move as well. That must be the, the goals. most common old goal I get shown on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. I don't want the algorithm showing me. I, I must love beautiful uh, build-up play because yeah, yeah. that was the one-two with Evra initially. Yes. Outside flick. of the right to Nani and he gave it back. Nani gave it back then yeah, to Berbatov. Yeah. And then there's the, the hat-trick against Liverpool, Berbatov so, scored. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he, no, he was a success. But he, well, at Spurs, he was transformational. And at United, he became just another striker. I think that's basically what happened to Berbatov. Uh, because people expect him to do the same number of numbers, uh, same sort of numbers as Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, but I mean, he won two two league titles. Uh, none of you, none of you have talked about Redondo, who actually does the same. same oh my God, Redondo is the best. The same Sorry. same end as Berbatov. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I think it's actually into the same goal, it's and it's the, the same, same tapping goal, yeah. except it's against Manchester United, and neither of the Man United fans brought this up. <laughs> well, what's that? I have uh, <laughs> Shane. I have a text in there from Roy Larmer, fan of the show. Good morning, man. Yeah. Uh, FFS. Shane talking about Blackburn losing 5-0 at 20-8 in the morning. That is a tough start to yeah. Roy's Thursday. I like huge, huge Blackburn fan. I did like that Blackburn team, actually. You're not a massive Blackburn fan. You can keep this must, here, what's must happening, be, Must be the blue and white. <laughs> it must yeah. be the blue and white. That's yeah. interesting. Um, what are you saying there? Clonus. What are you, you were criticising something. Oh, no, sorry, Redondo. Redondo's assist. Uh, oh, my God, I completely forgot about that. For Do you Ronaldo, know that one? For the Ronaldo goal. Uh, no, oh, for Raul. It's a Raul. Okay, yeah. And yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. I think it was Henningberg was the victim. Uh, and <laughs> it was right on the left, man. right on the left touchline, but he was a holding midfielder, Redondo. Yeah, yeah. Excellent player, but played uh, uh, a lot less than he should have because of injury. He went to AC Milan afterwards. Yeah, I don't think you can call him a holding midfielder. He, he, was, he was a number six. Well, I mean, a blind playmaker, as he would later be known. I'd yeah. say. In front of me, so he flicks it back. He just about keeps the ball in. He absolutely wrecks Henningberg. Henningberg, yeah. I still think the Berbatov one is. Slightly more impressive? Oh, I would say Redondo because that's on its uh, style Champions of League, buddy. Sorry, well, yeah, Champions I guess. League. Champions League. League. Not, not like West Ham already we were running up against a mediocre West Ham Fair. team who may or may not be going down. Gianfranco Zola was the manager. Yeah. That was against an Alex Ferguson team. Yeah, yeah. Who's in goals yeah. United there? Was it Raymond van der Hoe or Bosnich? Uh, it was that era where it was an uncertain goalkeeper yeah. time. It yeah, it could have been Bosnich, yeah. maybe. Not sure. No, it's van der Hoe. Van der Hoe, is it? Yeah. Um, right. But last night, no, look, I think last, the assist last night of Cancelo was absolutely amazing. But the goal's better. The finish, uh, yeah, is, the goal, the finish is outrageous. I, I did think when it was crossed in, I thought, oh, that's just too far for Haaland. But then when he, when he did what he did, and this is, I was actually saying to Emma earlier, is like, are we getting too accustomed to world-class goals scored on a regular basis? Because I do feel if that goal was scored 10 to 15 years ago, we'd be mm. waxing lyrical for about a week, but that was I, another great goal by Manchester City. I don't yeah. think it's just another great goal. I think that like, it's, it's world-class finishing. It's one of the best goals I've ever seen. I, like, it's, it's is it a, really? One yeah, of the best goals you've ever seen? Yeah, definitely. It's, like, cause it, it, it's an incredible feat of athleticism in a moment where it's important. Like, okay, so it's still only group stages. Now, if he was to do it in a quarterfinal, semi-final, final, you'd be like, well, that elevates it too. But well, yeah. if they just sneak out of the group, yeah, that that and those points are significant. Then that's that even adds to the to the goal, I think. But they're not going to just sneak out oh, of the group. Of course they're not. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James Heff was the one who suggested the Redondo assist to Raúl, by the way, on our YouTube channel. And Steve Lane says, yeah, uh, Redondo very underrated. Um, a couple of other ones I want to get to. I know you're going to discuss Haaland's goals to James McCullough, but you need to check out Jack Clark's goal for Sunderland last night. Oh. Pep's Barca side would be envious of that team play and build-up. So they were 2-0 up at the stage. Their own goalkeeper has the ball and they sweep the pitch left to right. It and it's, a, again, kind of tap-in-ish. 
Um, but slick, slick. Not one, not one of the passes was. They, they didn't even contemplate on the ball for half a second. It was just flick, flick, go, go, ball in. The pass, for, the assist actually for that one where he sweeps it around the back of the defender was, yeah, uh, was very impressive. First touch from the striker, bottom corner. Should Roy Keane have taken the Sunderland job that time when he had the chance? Without him, like, would he, would he, would he, I was, I was. Did he have them playing like this? I was thinking he should yeah. have taken that. Um, Damien suggested too uh, on YouTube. Beckham's assist to Ronaldo for Real Madrid. Does anyone remember that? It was unbelievable. Oh, cross, yeah, he w- yeah. It was a cross in from just inside his own half. Yeah. Beckham just inside his own half is a familiar sentence. Mm. Um, but it was absolutely outrageous. He swung it all the way around. Great finish by Ronaldo. The opposition. Uh, yeah, on his left foot. Yeah, yeah, left foot yeah, of Ali. Yeah. yeah, that's a great shot by Damien. Yeah, like... You got you got to love some of the old skills. Like the Nile Quinn one does stand out for me, but you, you, maybe for maybe for different reasons. Which Quinny against Quinny against against Germany? Like the, oh yeah. But it, they're such simple assists. Oh, that's ways. just nostalgia. It is nostalgia. That's a very basic. Sorry, assist. sorry. Wes Hulahan's cross because Wes was the, the redeemer oh, against uh, Italy. It's Italy, Euro twenty sixteen. Yeah, which I mean, is you know uh, what's not talked about much is that. Hulin, like I mean, the performance an absolute sitter. Yeah, that that's he was what, two one and one. That's what makes the assist greater. You just said the, just the, the redeemer. Oh, I'm sorry, apologies. <laughs> I didn't hear redeemer. Sorry, I was just so uh, obsessed with no, he, was talking about it that. It is a fair point because it was an it's, it's an excellent point I've just made to you that you just. <laughs> I agree. Yes, <laughs> concur. This is working out great. Yeah, uh, I can't find that um, Ronaldo uh, Beckham won specifically there but you can take uh, our word it was an excellent cross but like yeah <laughs> see this is the beautiful thing I'm, I'm glad that we've sp- spoken about the assist for so long ok one last thing here uh, the Dortmund manager lost the game when he took off his striker and replaced him with the centre half goalie was poor as well says Chris Cowell right mm. I, I don't know those of us of a certain age who are like Ireland fans remember always Mick McCarthy would take off a striker and put on a midfielder or an extra defender and you're like why are we doing that and then we would concede late and he'd be like oh he just couldn't hold it out and like <laughs> we could have Maybe, you know, inviting the opposition, maybe inviting world-class opposition onto you mm. and saying, here, you just have the ball and keep attacking us and we'll do our best to, like, you know, put our finger in the dike. Yeah. Why would we do that? Why do managers do that? Yeah, I felt it was strange at the time. Oh, it's, oh, it's tactically smart. Yeah. It's, it's uh, sophisticated. We're going to batten down the hatches and hope that the storm rages through and we're, we're left standing. The striker that he took off, the Dortmund manager, I can't remember which one it was, but he was doing a lot of donkey work as well, chasing balls down and doing his own little bit of defending from the front. So, uh, yeah, kind of, it was a strange decision at the time. And hindsight's twenty twenty, lads. It's not. Hindsight's not twenty twenty. Well, Anybody who's ever watched all football knows that you don't invite the world-class football team on to attack you at home with the crowd cheering and Pep Guardiola on the sideline. Yeah. You don't be like, here, you have the ball because you're no good with it. Not against City. It was a bad move against Man City. It could have worked against, uh, I don't know, like a, an Aston Villa or one of these. Well, I mean, I've seen Villa do this my entire well, yeah. life. It's stupid. Yeah. It's totally stupid. Yeah, it was a, it, it was a bit Well, bizarre. we have a lead now. We're going to defend that. Nothing could ever go wrong there. <laughs> It, we, we're forgetting that it was a shocker of a game. They're like the kids in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, oh, I'm just going to go out and see where the, the chainsaw noise is coming from. Why my friends haven't come back? <laughs> oh, there's, yeah. the, there's the Beckham pass. We might um, tweet some of these a little bit later on. Uh, <clears throat> okay. The other thing is, do, do, I think there's a Rorschach test here. Do you have a soul or do you not have a soul? John Stones lorries the ball in. It's this incredible uh, Roberto Carlos-esque curve to the ball, and you're like, boom. Whoa, it's like um, back into the left. Back into the left. Yeah. Yeah? And you're like, nah, shit goalkeeping. <laughs> you and Robbie Savage, peas in a pod. I, I no, actually... No okay. football souls. I, my, my, uh, my dad will attest to this. I said it before Robbie Savage said it on TV. I said, what the hell is the keeper doing there? Uh, the strike from Stones was incredible. 
and uh, it was a little bit Vincent Company-esque into the same uh, end of the, the stadium as well but and look uh, bear in mind the, the slow motion replays make things look a lot worse but the keeper's arm is is half extended at, at most he's like oh I can't reach that it's like when you, when you don't want to touch when you're, when you're, you're in the schoolyard and one of the lads big toes it and you're like I don't really want to touch that because my hand's going to sting for the rest of the day so I'm not going to touch it is he Superman like, oh. can he can he curve in the air is that what he's doing? asking like a flip like a fish he's a little salmon is he my dad actually agreed with you last night he was like no no I don't think, it was just a good strike and it dipped and curled Mr Hannon you the man that's all we're saying I, I, th- I still think the keeper could have done better but but if you watch the goal in real time yeah it was a, it was an incredible strike um Keeper didn't didn't cover himself in glory. I thought. I like I like football. That's what can I say? I like I like watching nice things. <laughs> also beaten at the near post for the Haaland goal. Um, yeah, well that's just shocking. I mean, get him out. Terrible goalkeeping. Sack yes, him. I, I, I did think he was <clears throat> pretty good at uh, getting playing over the press. Yeah. I mean, if Man United were ever interested in signing a goalkeeper who might be useful for their style of play, he might be the man. Yeah, look, yeah, was, look. The Stones' goal was 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 fantastic. The keeper, yeah, slow motion didn't cover cover him in glory. I think the best part of last night, Joe, was was Phil Foden's haircut. Um, had the if anyone hasn't seen this, we'll try and get an image up on screen. You see there it, it is there, there yeah. Before, it kind of looks like a, a small one as well, so he looks like a bit of a snooker fan with the one four seven. And maybe he is like a sneaky snooker fan. I actually think, yeah, that that is commitment to the to your squad number. It, it, it would be proper commitment, wouldn't it, if you got the number forty-seven tattooed, tattooed on you, which obviously I have done. So, oh, that's why you noticed it. I actually, I was like, Jesus, you're a yeah. Phil Foden fan. There, it turns no, out. I've, I've obviously explained on the show before that this is the North. No, Island. no, he's, he's he's a Phil Foden fan. He's got the zero in front, so you know. Just, I just happen to also have forty-seven. But if if Foden was was ready to commit, he'd have got it tattooed and not not just shaved it. Hair. Hair grows back, and and you can shave off the forty-seven. You can't. Well, you can you can obviously get rid of a tattoo, but it's a very arduous and painful process. Um, so I think if he was really committed to his squad number, he'd have got he'd have got a tattoo somewhere on his wrist, on his head, on his head maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, Phil, what if they change his number though? You know. Well, that's that's the issue. Yeah, yeah. What what number would he be? You know, is is he not really a ten? Is he is he an eight? Is he a yeah? Is he an eight and a half? Is he a, a nine and a half? Is he? Who knows? I'd love to hear to hear what Graham Sunes thinks about the. Shaved head and getting your your uh, your number. I'd, I'd say John Giles would have opinions on it, maybe. John Dogan is here. John, good morning to you. How are you? Jaron and Cheney as well. Uh, Shane insists that uh, last night's assist was the greatest one he's ever <laughs> oh, seen in his life. Oh, come on. Give me a break. <laughs> Hold on here. I think it was the greatest since sliced pan when I did, you saw it last I night. I didn't necessarily see it was the greatest oh. uh, assist I've ever seen, but Jer is using hyperbole this morning, John, and saying it's the greatest goal he's ever seen. It's one of the best goals I've ever seen. It is. You're we, backtracking now. I think it, it was the greatest a while ago, was it? No, called? no, no, no. no. Uh, Manuel Negrete, 1986 World Cup. Maradona, 86 okay, World fair, Cup. That, fair. Those kind of goals that are like... He did, uh, yeah. Ooh. Um, it was sensational. It's a kung fu kick away from the goals. It was sensational. I said that, and I jumped out of my lazy boy at home. Uh, so it was uh, it, it, that it took me to do that really meant it was a really big goal. Um, but no, I, I, like it, it's a very very good goal. It's like a nine out of ten goal. But there are, have been better goals in the world. Assist wise, John, are you an assist concept? Uh, I, I don't really like it. It's like in the XG thing a bit for me. Um, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about because Colin Aspie just in the the one that came off the top of my head was Maradona in the '86 World Cup final um, was heavily marked by Lothar Mateus the whole game, and then just gets away from him, magic ball through to Burshaga. It's two all last few minutes of the World Cup final, and Burshaga buries it, and that for me was the best assist I've ever seen. 
I wouldn't have a sister up there with XG. I think assists are an important, crucial aspect Why of the game. Why can't we just call it a cross or a through ball? Well, well I think there should, there should be a distinction in certain assists. Some assists are just passes, like the Maradona 86 run, run against England. But some assists, like last night, are noteworthy and worthy of um, acclaim, I think. A lot of love for Goody in the comments on YouTube. Goody was the pure master of assists. If you want to see good stuff... That's uh, from Tom McCauley. If you want to see great assists, look up a compilation of Goody for Real Madrid, says Tony Kay. And MJ Maloney says Goody's assist for Benzema against Deportivo. Unbelievable. Somebody else saying it wasn't um, Beckham to Ronaldo, it was Beckham to Zidane versus Zaragoza, says Conor Delaney. We, I found the... There was a Beckham to Ronaldo one, though. It was unbelievable. The cross is just whipped in, and Ronaldo basically just sticks a leg out at it, and it pings straight into the bottom corner. It was unbelievable. I was thinking about acrobatic goals as well. Um, once again, context is important and the magnitude of the game I always think is important. So Zidane against um, Bayer Leverkusen in the 2002 Champions League final comes to mind. But Marco Vermaelen scored a goal against Den Bosch in 1986 where he like, literally turns like a plane, like completely like that, and uh, volleys it into the top corner. It's worth checking out. It's a great cross, wasn't it? Great is assist. It, is it a harbinger of the '88? Uh, yeah, it's 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 the it's it's definitely that a harbinger, all right. And it should be in the Rags Museum, to be honest. It was like literally artistic. And Den Bosch. Den Bosch. It is just it's a thing of beauty. It's an absolute. Like you, you probably, if you had a beer or two, you probably burst into tears watching it. To be honest, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been possible without the cross, though, John. Oh, he looks so good in the Ajax jerseys, doesn't he? Those, those, yeah, those Ajax it's, jerseys. It's just, just the way he goes oh, off the yeah. ground. It's like the overhead it's, bicycle kick. Yeah, it's 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 just it, it's pure ballet. You know, football ballet. He, is he twenty at that stage? Maybe uh, he's but twenty-one. Yeah, that's not bad. Well, I mean, Arnold Muren's cross for yeah. his goal in the uh, Euros final in '88. Maybe because I'm at the age where I'm watching football properly for the first time. You're like, wow, look at that! And the ball's in the air for about an hour, and he just watches straight down onto his foot. And like, also, is it Dasayev and goals? It is Dasayev. Yeah, that and his jersey's class. Number 12. And the, you can't get that jersey anywhere. That jersey, they retire that jersey after that tournament. It's impossible to get an original of that jersey. Did that say F1? No, the, the Dutch jersey. Oh, right. Why did they retire it? They, they only, I don't know, they only use that, that, that specific brand of Adidas jersey for that tournament. I have a retro knockoff version of it. Yeah. The, the 12 has slowly started to peel off the back of it um, as it goes to the wall. I'm just going to make it look uh, original. Yeah, well, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was interesting for Holland uh, because they lost the World Cup final 14 years previously. They, they should have won in the same stadium, in uh, the Olympic Stadium Munich, which was the recent venue for the Athletics Championships. So Anarinas Mikels, who was the coach in 74, was back in 88. So there's a lot of symbolism to that game, the, uh, the gym. which we probably should have been in ourselves. The Jason McAteer goal against the Dutch wouldn't have been possible without the... Um the scruffy Stephen and yeah, cross yeah, 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 yeah. right hand side. Yeah, these moments, lads, wouldn't have happened. A lot of love for Robbie, Robbie Brady's um, uh, one. Sorry, Robbie Brady's goal, Wes Hulahan's assist. Yeah. is coming in from a lot of people as well. So, like, I'm sure Glenn Hoddle had a you know all these, uh, or they call them cultured players, um, have had I'm sure great moments. The only one I can think of off the top of my head that was Maradona because it was a, literally a magic ball that just got the offside trap like that. And uh, having been 2 0 up and then pegged back to 2 all, it was everything was on the knife edge in that World Cup final. And uh, Bertrand scored. Uh, apparently, there's a good um, Thierry Henry assist for a very young Leo Messi in 2008. Do people remember this at Celtic Park? No, I don't remember that. I remember that there, was a, there was a great Thierry Henry assist for a William Gallas goal, was it? <laughs> <laughs> One of the great assists of all time. Does that count as an assist? <laughs> it probably went down statistically as an assist in his, yeah. in his career. but uh, it, it should have got, you know what it should have got? A palm door. 
Oh, hey, there you go. And you're on it this morning. And you're all night. Try the soup. <laughs> Feels good. With a fork. Um, John, what else is going on? <laughs> um, so last night, well, Haaland, obviously, 13 goals now for uh, City against uh, Dortmund. Like as I've said on the show before, this is appointment viewing. You're now actually going out of your way to watch Haaland play and see what he's going to do. Like he's watching the movement of me. There should be a Haaland cam, really, and I'm sure there is um, through all these um, TV companies. But uh, also last night, Celtic won all. As Rangers seem to be like sinking like a stone at the moment. 3-0 defeat to Napoli at home. Um, we had, obviously, as well, Chelsea won all draw. Watch the highlights of that. Uh, it'll take Potter a while. It was interesting that the Chelsea fans clapped for Tuchel in the 21st minute. Um, so I don't know what the Chelsea reception is going to be for Graham Potter. Maybe it's more a little bit of discomfort about the owners and the fact that they're making these changes so quickly. Sorry, John, just just on the Haaland goal, what's your take on players muting their celebrations against former clubs? Um, I, I think it's respectful. Um, I don't think it should be too much should be made of it. Uh, that it becomes a thing where you know you're being very solemn about it, but I do think it's a respectful thing. I think it's a nice thing. Joy restraint. Um, well, I, I'm sure Haaland It depends um, on the situation, right? It's not. It's not. It's not short of joy in his life, like, or he can maybe he can go into the dress room and trash the dress room up in pure unbridled joy. Like or, if Declan Rice scores against Ireland, is he going to like hold his hands up? Well, Declan yeah, Rice probably is. To be kick, honest, he can kiss the badge. Um, I do. I do feel like Dortmund were really good to Haaland. Haaland was really good for Dortmund. Yeah. If, like that's fine. You know, but Jude Bellingham afterwards was just wanted to kind of hang around with him. It was uh, it was kind of a beautiful scene after the game. So he just wanted to just kind of chat away. And so yeah, you can you can feel the love. And Haaland, uh, I always thought, and I didn't know this. I thought he was just a moody guy who was just really rude in interviews. And I, I couldn't have been more wrong. He just seems like a guy who's just a, a kid who enjoys his football. You know? Yeah, he's laid back. He is still very young. That's the other thing about this. He's still very very yeah. young. We don't know how good he's going to get. You know? Yeah, twenty two years of age. He adds experience to everything else. Well, R- Cristiano Ronaldo muted a celebration when he scored at Old Trafford for Real a number of years ago Angel Di Maria did quite the opposite oh so yeah so terrible I mean there's, there's room for Emmanuel Adebayor oh, streaking down the pitch going yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all up for that you got like, to admire that in some, to some degree but I also like Haaland exactly is, you know that was nice OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar 